Hi, I'm Henika Watkins-Porter and this is the Jamaica Stock Exchange and You podcast hosted, of course, by yours truly. In this first season, we're exploring topics under the Jamaica Stock Exchange conference theme, restructuring, restoring and renewing happening January 26 to 28, 2021. So stick around for tips and tricks that will help you become a pro at understanding the capital markets. Today, I'm really excited as we're going to be talking to Andrea Kelly about how to borrow against my stock portfolio. And Andrea Kelly is the general manager of the Jamaica Central Securities Depository Limited, as well as a JCSD trustee services. So welcome, welcome, Andrea. Thank you. Thank you so much, Henika, for having me. And I'm looking forward to our discussion. Absolutely. No, the aim of this podcast really is to make things simple for the ordinary man on the street, you know, as well as, you know, executives and persons in business and, and just about everybody. We want everybody to know what we're talking about when we mention certain terms. So I'm really looking forward to the conversation that we're going to be having. But first, before we delve into the whole idea of how to borrow against our portfolio, et cetera, what I want to get from you, I mean, I mentioned some big things in the intro, right? Jamaica Central Securities Depository Limited and the trustee, JCSD trustee services. Break that down for us and tell us exactly what that is. What, what is the JCSD? Okay. The JCSD is a subsidiary of the Jamaica Stock Exchange and the JCSD is the arm that does all the settlements. So you will use the Jamaica Stock Exchange trading platform to purchase or sell your shares. The purchase or sale of these shares are settled in the JCSD, meaning that the investors make the payments through the JCSD. So the investors will pay their brokers and the brokers will pay to the JCSD. So whether you buy or sell, all the cash is handled by the JCSD for the payment of those shares. In addition to that, the JCSD will hold an account for each shareholder and the shares will facilitate the easy trading or as you mentioned, the pledge earlier to use those shares as pledge. So the JCSD actually hold the shares in an account for these um, investors to facilitate easy trading or of course any um pledge that is required afterwards and we also maintain the account of all the investors using in the jcsd the jcsd trustee services which is a subsidiary of the jcsd this is um that does the debt side of the trading so persons who will purchase a bond we will act as a trustee for those investors meaning the there's an issuer mean the person who is borrowing the money from the public and the investor who is lending the trustee will act as a go-between or the middleman for the trustee and our fiduciary responsibility to protect the interests of the investors. So instead of having all the investors going to an issuer, the trustee will be the middleman. The investors will direct their questions to the trustee and the trustee will take those to the issuer. The payments will come from the issuer to the trustee who will make these payments to the individual investors. And if there are any disputes, we will represent the investors in those um, disputes. So you are representing the investors, so there won't be any conflict of interest, so to speak. No, there isn't. So you talked about a big word a while ago, right? And I want everybody who will listen to this podcast to understand exactly what we're talking about. Fiduciary responsibility. What are you talking about when you when you say that? <laughs> I mean, that 
we, the investors, are who we protect, who we represent. So whilst we may have a relationship with the issuer, but our responsibility rests with the interests of the investors. At all times, we are there to protect the rights of the investors. So by law, that is who we actually represent, the okay. investors. The investors. All right. Uh, clear enough, clear enough. So last week, we had the managing, managing director of the Jamaica Stock Exchange, uh, Mrs. Marlene Street Forest, here talking about listing on Jamaica Stock Exchange. We didn't quite get into um, you know, buying stocks and having a stock portfolio and all of that. And so because we want to, to fully make that transition, I want you to kind of Explain to us what it means to to have a stock portfolio. How do I go about getting one? And then we will focus after that on how to borrow against that portfolio. So let's talk about how do you go about, you know, developing your stock portfolio? Okay. One of the first things that the investor will need to do is to establish a relationship with the brokers. All right. So hold on there. All right. We're breaking things down, you know. So this investor, because when we think about investor, we usually think about people with millions and billions of dollars, you know, to put in a project or, um, you know, put the equity in a business or something. So when you say investor, you're talking about just anybody who has some money. Um, It doesn't just, you know, maybe a thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Am I correct? That is correct. That right. is correct. So, so, so continue. You talk, and then we, that's the investor. So we're looking now at the, the broker now. And who is the broker? And the what's bro- that relationship? Okay. So the broker, there are 13 registered brokers. So you will have the JMB, NCB, Capital Markets, Barita, Mayberry. So such a great investment. So these are persons who the, the, the man on the street will go to one of these 13 brokers. Right, the investor knows. So the man on the street know, know that you can be an investor. So don't be put out right. by that term, right? Right. So they'll go to the brokerage house and advise them that they would be interested in setting up a stock portfolio. Based the, there will be a discussion with the client and the representative from the brokerage house about their risk appetite, their goals, whether it's a long-term or short-term, go- short-term goals, and there is an application form. And of course, there are requirements such as your ID, TRN, proof of address that they would need to present to the broker. And based on the discussion that the client would have with the representative at the, bro- at the brokerage house, then they would then advise that client and which stock is best for their portfolio because there are different stocks to meet different needs. Right. And based on this, you stop, you, you're um, risk appetite um some people are that very risk averse and some are like you know i'm going this deep all i'm just going all in i don't care right that is correct that is correct along that spectrum you know along that content right, right. All right so now right. that we've kind of laid the foundation andrea now let us talk about you know whether you're in business or not or first of all let me not make an assumption who can borrow against stock portfolio is it just certain set of people or anybody can borrow against a stock portfolio anyone who has purchased stocks and who wish to use that as security for their loan anyone whether it's individual or a company once you have an account with the JCSD with stocks and that is that the stocks are free and clear meaning they are not loaned to anyone else or not there's no lien against them once you have an account with the JCSD holding shares that are free and clear you and your institutions will is willing to accept those shares it can be used 
Mm-hmm. So this is like, I want, I don't want to use this big term, but for, for just on the example's sake, hypothecation of, of funds, exactly. right? Okay. Exactly. All exactly. Right. If, right. you, if you know, that security. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes. So that is basically, so we will put a pledge, which in other words, if it's a deposit, you would say an hypothecation Mm -hmm. against your account to cover the amount of the loan. And the institution would advise us of the amount that we would place as a pledge. And there's a pledge form that the institution would sign and said to the JCSD. And of course, that institution would have to be a part of our collateral. uh, We are participants in our collateral agreement. And there's an agreement that the participant would sign to be a part of our collateral lending arrangements. Mm-hmm. And then they would send that in and it would be pledged to the institution. And for those shares to be released, the institution to whom it is pledged must send the release to the JCSD. Let me go back because you're saying it has to be one of those approved uh, institutions, right? Right. So it's once a person, uh, the institution just need to apply to be a part of our collateral um, program. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and that's the institution who is lending. That is correct. So we talk that about these 13 um, registered brokers because I, I, I know that we went to the end before I, I made some more clarity too. We, I want to spend a little more time on understanding who is a broker, you know, and how do I, can I just walk into the office of a broker? Do I have to be rec- recommended? Am I referred? How does that work? Okay, well, all brokers must first be registered by the Financial Services Commission, the FSC. And once it's a registered broker with the FSC, any client can walk into you. There's no referral that's once there are persons who will refer, but that's not a must. You can actually walk into a brokerage house and have a discussion with them about purchasing stocks or any other securities for that matter. Mm-hmm. So are all brokers created equal? I mean, what's the difference really? What's separating one over the other, you know, and what's the basic that they must have? Well, uh, the requirements are the same for all the brokerage house because those are not set by the brokerage house, but actually by the Financial Services Commission as to what an investor is required, which is a basic ID, TRN, um, proof of address. Okay. And okay. of course, your funds to invest, of course. Absolutely, without that, right? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't getting anywhere. All right. So let's say John Brown, you know, wants some money to borrow. He needs to start a business. What would be the first thing outside of those, you know, tearing and so on? What would be the, f- the first consideration that must be made in order t- for him to, to say, you know what, I'm going to I have some stocks. I bought some stocks the other day and I'm going to borrow against this. Um, what's that first consideration that needs to be made? Well, he would have to get in touch with the financial institution that he's borrowing from to establish if they are part of our collateral um, program and advise them of his the shares that he's holding and if they'll be willing to accept those shares to secure his loan. Okay, nice. And then next, you know, you would um, that institution will guide him as to all the things that are required, right. and and so take it from there. What is that process like? Is it a long process in terms it of is. days and weeks or months? No. No, it's a simple application form, um, Henika. And the um, investor who owns a share would complete the, the application form, which is available um, on our website or with the brokers. Or even the inter- if the institutions are part of our program, they would also have a copy of those forms. Oh, okay. Right. So they, once a client has completed that form, the lending institution would then send that to us with their cover letter mm-hmm. and asking us to hold those shares on their behalf because it, the shares would be pledged on behalf of the, um, the, the institution, awesome. the pledger. 
Awesome. Right. All right. So, yeah. So I, you've broken it down for us, Andrew. And I think I'm going to give you the final words in terms of what do you want to say, in, you know, for somebody who wants to, to borrow for business or for personal use? And do you even recommend before you, you, you give that final thought, do you even recommend that somebody would want to um, to borrow for personal reasons? You know, maybe they want to improve their home or something, borrow against their stock portfolio. Under what conditions should they consider it? I would definitely recommend um, to anyone who is actually considering um, taking out a loan and who actually find that they will need to have the security to use their um, shares as security. This is an additional use of your portfolio. Um, most persons will probably just think of earning the dividend. But once you are earning, you are also earning the dividend and also using the shares. They are working for you. So they are not just sitting there dormant waiting for a dividend to be declared. You can be earning your dividend. And of course, you are also using them to secure a loan to further your uh, personal goals. Mm -hmm. So it is actually a great opportunity for persons to actually have their shares working for them. Right. Instead of you working for your money and making money. That is correct. That is correct. Go ahead, Anika. That is what it is there for. Make it work for you. Definitely, definitely. Can't think of any better way to have them work for you, of course. Mm -hmm. And with that, what's your passing words? Just to let investors know, anyone who is interested in using their shares as a pledge to reach out to us at the JCSD. We are here and we are willing to speak with you and to share with you how it will work. If you want to know which institutions are part of our program, call us. It's 967-3271. We are here to share with you, to advise you and to guide you as you transform and grow um, into wealth. And it's not just for companies, it's for also individuals and it is for any Anyone, just to know that once the shares are adequate to cover the loan that you need, that is one of the considerations that you need to bear in mind to ensure that you, the value of your shares is adequate to cover the loan that you need. Such insightful content coming from Andrew Kelly, who is a general manager of the Jamaica Central Securities Depository Limited, as well as the JCSD Trustee Services. Thank you so much for spending time with us, Andrew. Thank you so much for having me, Anika, and I look forward to hearing from more investors on how they can utilize their shares in the JCSD. Absolutely. Coming up next is the JSC Insider, a segment where we share news and happenings that are taking place within Jamaica Stock Exchange. Stay tuned. In today's JSC Insider, Proven Investments Limited, upsize of additional public offer. Proven Investments Limited has advised that based on the applications for subscription already received, the company will be exercising its rights to upsize the additional public offering in respect of its new ordinary shares. And here's a quote. Pursuant to the prospectus dated December 23, 2020, this will enable PIL, that is Proven Investments Limited, to accept additional applications in excess of the 89,416,037 new ordinary shares initially made available in the APO up to a maximum of 134,124,037 new ordinary shares. Pale also reminds that the APO is scheduled to close at 4 p.m. on Friday, January 29, 2021, subject to the company exercising its right to close the application list at any time prior to the closing date if applications have been received for the full amount of the respective new ordinary shares offered. Also in today's JST Insider is a reminder of the 16th Regional Investment and Capital Markets Conference 
under the theme Restructuring, Restoring, and Renewing happening January 26 to 28. For further information, visit jamstockx.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Jamaica Stock Exchange and you, a podcast of the Jamaica Stock Exchange with your host, Henika Watkins-Porter. That's me, yes. We hope you enjoyed this episode about how to borrow against your stock portfolio. Join us next week where we'll be discussing the recently launched JSC Private Market Platform. Of course, I'll be talking with Stephen Gooden, who is the president of the Jamaica Securities Dealers Association, as well as CEO of NCB Capital Markets. To stay in touch or to learn more about the Jamaica Stock Exchange, you can head over to jamstockx.com to register for a free account. Now, send us your feedback at podcast at jamstockx.com or find us on social media at jamstockx. The Jamaica Stock Exchange and you is produced by me, Henneke Watkins-Porter of the Entrepreneurial You podcast. That's all for now. See you next time. Remember, as Warren Buffett says, rule number one, don't lose money. Rule number two, don't forget rule number one. Take care. <laughs>